welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I'm Angelica, now Councilman. And I am Scott Councilman. And before we get started, we just want to ask you guys, like we, um, obviously we're going to bring value to you and some information your way. But if you found it value to you and you can apply it into your business and into your life, we just ask that you share this because we do not run ads on the show. Um, we just want you to share it around and uh, give us a, a subscribe and a rating. Yeah. Yep. Uh, other than that, let's uh, let's dive right into this bad boy. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about entrepreneurship and the not so flashy side. Uh, yeah. So. Behind the Lamborghini, as I said before. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do enjoy that. Uh, so we're going to tell you like, you know, what we don't want you to look at Instagram and see all these people, you know, doing big things or taking pictures on their Lamborghinis or whatever. Uh, or houses or next to a pool or vacationing somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. You only get like a little uh, moment of their life. Mm-hmm. And half of them, I would even venture uh, most, like over half, um, are not real. Yeah. Yeah, so it's easy to kind of get caught up in the excitement of being an entrepreneur or, you know, starting a business when you see all of these people on Instagram and a lot of them are very flashy and showing these incredible lifestyles that they're living, uh, which you can absolutely live an incredible lifestyle. Oh, for sure. You know, when you are making that type of income. Uh, but a lot of times what you don't see is, like Scott said, sometimes they can be uh, very misleading. It's like they're posing in front of a car that's not even theirs. Yeah. I- Literally an example of this, we went to Wilmington to go look at a wedding venue, mm-hmm. and I saw three young guys um, out there posting next. I don't know what the car was because I don't really want a Lamborghini. I want, I want my truck. But um, the they're posting up next to a car, and I look at the tag, and it's it's a it's basically rental. it's a rental, and they're taking pictures on it. Yeah. So what what, what have they done? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, probably. Um, Or they're trying to start something. I don't know. I can't speak for them. All I know is that most of these people that you see are taking out loans and stuff like that and don't really have a dollar to their name, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very unfortunate because most people will start to see that and they are not getting the results they want right away because they see these pictures or they just feel like, oh, that's unrealistic. I'll never be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I think... The opposite side of that is, I mean, there are those people that have those things and they live those lifestyles and it it is very exciting, but you don't see the behind the scenes. You don't see all the work that went into it. It's not just, oh, I'm going to like buy a couple houses and flip them and make all this money or I'm going to just, you know, throw some money in the stock markets and now I'm rich. It's, It's not as easy as a lot of people make it appear to be. Yeah, so you get a couple of people. You get the people who really haven't done anything and are flashy, or you'll get the people who um, have made it successful, um, but for some reason they don't like to show that their journey as much. Um, and then there's three. There's the people who have made it or are working on making it and want you to be along for the journey, which I believe is more relatable, mm-hmm. um, and people can respect that a little bit more. Um, so I think that's the different types that you'll get and see out there. Yeah. And I think what's important to understand about the entrepreneurial route is that it's not re- it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to do it, and that's totally fine. Uh, but you have to be prepared and ready to put in what it's going to require. So we're going to walk through a couple of the things that pe- most people don't see 
the behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur, owning a business, running a business. Yeah. Um, and what I believe, you uh, we put in the work and it has, we've been doing this business uh, for network marketing for, I've been doing it for two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really kind of put in the work at the beginning. And then I started dabbling here and there. And then I really started taking it to the next level in this past year. Um, but it's been a grind. You know, yeah. it hasn't been all roses Sunshine and, and yeah. rainbows and it has yeah it, 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 it there's a lot of uh, a lot of issues that come up internally and we're about to run through a lot of these yeah so. so I think obviously the biggest thing that most people don't see is just the amount of time that you have to put into being a business owner or being an entrepreneur obviously most of us start out in a full-time job while we're building that on the side and that means a lot of late nights or early mornings working on your own dreams and goals before you have to go or after you work for someone else's dreams. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't necessarily feel like doing the things that uh, I need to do to progress my business in the spare time once I get off work, but I know what my, my goal is in the end game. And so, you know, I have to have that why mm-hmm. and then the how will take care of itself. Um, so I definitely, um, you know, you, you definitely have to see the late hours, early mornings that are going on. Yeah. So. And that's not to say like, oh, you have to put in 24 hours a day of work and you no. can never sleep because that's not realistic. Um, but that means maybe not going out with your friends on the weekends or, you know, instead of going to that party, you're at home or, you know, going out in the marketplace, doing what you need to do. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a 24-hour grind, mm-hmm. uh, but you're going to have some of these moments where, you know, you have to deal with these things. Yeah. Um, another thing, big one, especially for network marketers, is ridicule. Um, even people laughing at you or saying that you need to get a real job or just people looking at you saying that will never work. Yeah. I think a lot of that stems from, obviously the standard like normal thing to do is to go to college graduate and then you get a job in a corporation working eight to five whatever the case working up the corporate pyramid yeah uh and when you when anyone deviates from that in any way you know whether it's in network marketing or they're doing like real estate or stocks or whatever the case may be people don't understand it and you know they tend to you know just kind of either make fun of you or just tell you that's not going to work. That's not realistic because there's not a lot of people doing that because most people are doing the standard eight to five thing. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like you just have to understand that they're coming from a place where uh, they wish they could be doing what you do. They wish they had the courage to do what you did, but they're just mm-hmm. not going to say it out loud. Um, and a lot of that will turn in that ridicule, that laughter will actually, uh, once you start, they start seeing you being successful, will turn around and they'll, yeah. they'll ask you like, well, how'd you do it? Or, or man, like, I wish I'd have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's happened quite a bit. Yeah. Um, now, uh, not, not at first, <laughs> um, but now things are starting to turn around a little bit. People are asking more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, you got to keep up learning. You got to keep your, uh, you got to keep on learning, reading audios, podcasts, whatever it may be. You mm-hmm. have to keep learning. Uh, and then you have to apply what you learn, which I think a lot of people fail at. Yes, I think I know I've struggled with that in the past where I 
would learn a lot of things. I would read a lot of books. I would go to a lot of workshops and conferences and I would take so many notes and I would fail to actually implement anything. So I wasn't going anywhere. I was basically spinning my wheels, staying in the exact same place that I was. But part of me felt like I should keep moving forward because, oh, I'm learning all these things. But if you don't apply them, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And then uh, that's the difference right there is between knowledge and wisdom. Uh, Knowledge is obviously just knowing and wisdom is applying Mm -hmm. what you know. Um, That's all it takes. But you want to learn, apply, um, fail, readjust, and then apply again. I heard a good quote. Um, I think I was listening to Jim Quick's uh, podcast, maybe, where he said, if failure is not an option, neither is success. Yeah. If you're not failing, you're not succeeding because you will fail a lot, but you have to in order to succeed. Those are basically the stepping stones to success. Yeah. Failure is just going to have to happen. Anybody that thinks otherwise um, is just stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to say like it is. <laughs> and, you know, going on a little tangent here, failure doesn't mean like something bad. A lot of people take it as this horrible thing that's like, oh, like they you feel so defeated. Exactly. Um, but failure is really just a lesson that you're learning. That doesn't mean you're not going to achieve your goals. It doesn't mean you're not going to get where you're trying to go. It just means like, hey, I just learned this lesson or this is not the right way i need to readjust yeah i'm just now starting to see a lot of this uh, readjusting for myself mm-hmm. uh this week alone I made big progress yeah um it's been funny i've been talking about it with my mentors and coaches and obviously with angelica and it's been really exciting because it's like a breakthrough and yeah. it's great and you can ask them it was rough for a little <laughs> while like i was just like man like am i on the right path yeah you know constantly um, but also, it's gonna it's gonna take years. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't. It just takes time, and it can be it can be deceiving when you see people that look like they're an overnight success. Oh, Instagram! It's just like oh, boom! All of a sudden, I have this million dollar company, but you don't see the years and years and years that they put into it beforehand, before anyone knew who they were, before they had you know, any type of brand or following or anything like that. Uh, But it's not going to happen overnight, regardless of, you know, what industry you're in, uh, what type of business, what type of business you're doing. Uh, It's going to take that time. Yeah. And we're talking about years. It could be, uh, could be one, could be two. Uh, Majority will take about, I would say two to five or five to 10. Yeah. Uh, As long as you keep with it. And I'll tell you right now, five to 10 Sounds a whole lot better than 40 to never. Yes. So. For sure. Yeah. It, it's insane because, yeah. you know, you could, you can make it, you can have your goals, you've done delayed gratification, and now you have time, wealth, uh, what well, wealth is pretty much having money and time balance. Yeah. Um, and now you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck and constantly work day in and day out past 65. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of leads into the next point is the mental toughness that entrepreneurs have to develop. Oh, man. You know, part of that is dealing with the time, dealing with the late hours, dealing with the ridicule. Uh, Maybe with a spouse every now and then. We actually have uh, (coughs) some business partners that we know whose spouses are not on board with what they're trying to do. 
And it's not that they're, you know, actively trying to drag them down and sabotage them or anything. Uh, But just not having that support, especially from your spouse, can be really, really mentally exhausting and, you know, kind of drag you down a little bit. So you got to be tough. You got to develop that uh, thick skin. That grit. Yeah. That uh, that thick skin, soft Soft heart. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, obviously, with what we're seeing in society today, and I won't jump too much into this, but you don't see a lot of mental toughness out there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Everybody's offended by God knows everything. And can't, and can't oh handle uh, the simple truth, and that's and that, that and that's just that's for a whole nother episode. Yeah, that's maybe, a whole nother but. episode that can get me fired up real quick. <laughs> but a lot of people out there have uh, a thin skin and a hard heart, and what I mean by that is that they take offense to everything, and then they're mm-hmm. just quick to tear you down and not understand anything about you. Um, and that's just not the way to be. Yeah. You gotta have a thick skin out there and just like let let it roll off of you. Some things are gonna get you, but you need to get over it quickly. Yeah. And then keep that soft heart and that kindness because there's gonna be people out there who are who are interested in what you have to offer. Yep. Um, it's not gonna be everybody, but there are people out there that want to hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another piece of the mental toughness too is not being controlled by your emotions. I think a lot of people let their emotions control them instead of them controlling their emotions. And what I mean by that is if you, you know, get angry because somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, I see so many people and I know I'm guilty of this in the past too. What? You are? You want to like chase them down and flip them off and like yell at them from your car. But what is that? What is that achieving? And nowadays that could get you shot. So being able to control that emotion and just be like, oh, that was aggravating, but it's not going to ruin your whole day. You know, that person just cut you off. They're not doing anything to really harm your life. So just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's been, a, especially this week, I've had a couple of days where some things just didn't fall my way. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you just kind of have to laugh and just be like, you know what? That was a moment. It doesn't mean it has to ruin my whole day. So, perfect example of this is. On the way back from our wedding, oh, we man. <laughs> so my car had broken down on the way to our wedding. Uh, we we went up to stay for a few days in the mountains. Um, our car broke down on the way there. It was really frustrating because obviously it's a long drive and we were just tired. We wanted to get there, but on the way home, it broke down again. About ten minutes into our drive, and we knew we had six hours still left ahead of us. Uh, and thankfully we found a place that could take us in and, you know, get us going as soon as possible. But it did take three hours because they had to order the part and it cost like almost $600 to fix it. And we could have let that setback and that whole situation, like, you know, get us all worked up and angry and just like pissed off that this happened, you know, on our wedding weekend. And when we're trying to get home and everyone's tired and this is happening now. And we had a business meeting to get to. We had a business meeting to night. get to. <laughs> um, but instead, we were just like, you know what? It is what it is. You know, these people at the auto repair shop, they were so gracious and amazing to like pull a mechanic off what he was doing to get us on the road as fast as possible. And they could have been like, you know what? Sorry, we can't help you until later today or tomorrow or whatever. Um, but we just, we chose to not let our emotions take the best of us. And we chose to see 
the situation for what it was and to see the goodness in it, you know? Yeah. And it didn't ruin our whole day. No. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was kind of like aggravating, but at the same time, it was cold yeah. and <laughs> but, peanut was not happy, but we made it through. And, um, by keeping our emotions controlled, it didn't make things go worse. Yes. And that's exactly. the thing too. Like you have to understand when you're on the right path, a lot of things are going to be coming in your way to stop you. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to realize that and just be like, okay, you know what? Let me just take a breath and uh, let's handle one thing at a time and yeah. keep pushing forward. Um, because once you are on the right path, and that's how I told her, I was like, even that dad's like, you know, obviously we're on the right path. We're getting married with our business because we have got to get to that business meeting to start somebody in the business, actually. And we ended up making it. We pushed it back an hour, mm-hmm. but we did make it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just didn't, we chose to not be a victim. And rise above it and get what we need to be done and get there. Yep, exactly. So, um, which I guess kind of leads us to self-discipline. Oh, we did a good job listing these out in a good order. I know, right? <laughs> it's kind of flow to it. Um, but self-discipline is a huge one. Obviously, mm-hmm. we just talked about emotions. Um, yeah. But, you know, making yourself do the daily, weekly tasks that need to be done to get mm-hmm. you to where you want to be. Yeah, so many people kind of let themselves um, be blown by the wind, I guess I would say. Mm. you know That they, used to be me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they let, you know, whatever the day brings, you know, push them around in what they're doing or their emotions kind of dictate what they're doing. So a really common example is working out. Mm-hmm. You know, we've developed the self-discipline that we work out several times a week and we're not going to compromise that. And most people would just, you know, one day they're like, eh, I don't feel like it. So they don't. And, and we have developed that discipline to say, I don't feel like it, but I'm doing it anyway. And most of the times the day you don't feel like it are kind of like your greatest days. Oh, if you for can just, sure. If you can just take down that little voice and just yeah. and look at it, look at it as a test. Yeah. And, and you can feel better about yourself. Like, I passed the test. I made myself work out. Or I made myself go to that business meeting. Or I went out and shook one more hand. Or mm-hmm. I, I made one more connection. You know, to whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I say just put on your shoes and start. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of take that analogy for anything that you need to do. But when you don't feel like working out, just put on your sneakers and, you know, do your stretching warm up because by the end of that, you're likely going to be ready to go for the rest of your workout. And nobody says that you got to go like 100% all the time. Like even if you just kind of go through the motions, at least you went through it. Or just a few minutes, you know, whatever you can do, but don't break that, that discipline and that habit of doing it. Mm -hmm. And you can carry that to like a business meeting or a call, you know, just dial the phone number, just click you know, whatever that button is now, start. Yeah. <laughs> With the, green, <laughs> the, green, the green phone button. The green call button. <laughs> um, you know, whatever the case may be, just start a little bit and eventually you'll just be ready to finish it out. Yep. Um, so I guess the next thing really is just to talk about that fraud syndrome. Yeah. I think imposter syndrome and yeah. feeling like a fraud are huge detractors for people that are, you know, following entrepreneurship and business ownership because we don't know everything. We'll never know everything. And it can make you feel a little bit down or, you know, concerned. Like, is this right for me? Can I actually do this? Um, when you don't who's feel gonna like, listen to who's going to listen to me when you don't feel like you have all the answers, especially in the beginning. 
Um, but you kind of just have to push through that imposter syndrome and know that if this is something you really want, that you are going to get to the point where where you feel comfortable, you feel confident, you know a good amount of things. Again, you'll never know everything that there is and to know. And everybody's going to go through that uh, that fraud, and it's going to keep coming back up on different yeah. levels. You yeah. Know? Uh, at first, like, oh, can I start? And, okay, well, now you started, so mm-hmm. you have no problem with that. And then it's going to be like, well, I need to get this done. Uh, yeah. Do I, can I do that? But here's the thing. Everybody has a story. Uh, you know our story. And you have a story that will connect with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to want to listen to you, but there's going to be people out there that do want to listen to you. You just have to accept it as what it is. Um, not everybody's going to going to like what you have to do, but you're going to have to put on that that thick skin. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to breach people that absolutely, 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 <laughs> absolutely uh, relate to you, yeah. um, and that's a big deal mm-hmm. um, because they they found your story to be relatable and they want to reach out. Um, so we, we get uh, quite a bit of that even now. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously, in addition to continuing to learn, you're going to grow and develop the skill sets that you need. So I know, I guess, I'll, kind of going into self-doubt, which is the next one, you know, one of the things I struggled with here more recently in our business is the idea of being a team leader of leading a group of people. Like it's easy for me to, you know, build something on my own and do things with just Scott and I, but as we're putting more and more people on our team, I'm like, oh, can I actually be a leader? Can I actually be the leader that these people deserve and that they want and that they need? And she absolutely can. <laughs> she just proved that today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know that, you know, Wherever I have those self-doubts, I'm going to be able to rise above that through continuing to build my skill set, through continuing to learn, through my mentorship and the coaching that I get from people who are at that level, who are the leaders of their team, and they're going, they're showing me how to do that as well. Yeah, and one of the big things that I have self-doubt about is obviously leadership, um, but the biggest thing is like, can I make a phone call? God knows I did not want to make a phone call. Um, and this has this probably has to do a little bit because of um, my permanent hearing loss. And uh, I had to get over like mumbling a lot, which I still do uh, on quite a few occasions just because of that hearing loss. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something off The Simpsons. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. So uh, you know, that helped me back for a while. But now... Um, I don't have a problem with it. I just, you, 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 the only way to get over that, that self doubt, is to go and do it. Yeah. Uh, that fear, that self doubt. And so I started making Zoom calls because um, I can read facial expressions a whole lot better than I can hear. So, so. you know what's funny? I feel like so many people our age, we're in our early 30s, um, don't like being on the phone. They hate calling, right? And I think it's so funny because our generation, you know, we were still using a landline and we had to call our friends' homes or call our crush's house and their parents would answer and we would have to be like, is so-and-so there? Maybe that's where it stems from. Maybe. And then, you know, you take the cord underneath the, yeah. the, the door and shut the door and, and you talk in there for like an hour or just hear each other breathe. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, it was weird I times. just thought it was so funny. I think I've seen a couple memes about that. You still there? We've been on for 20 minutes. I, I remember watching TV shows on the phone with my friends, and we would just be, like, silent watching the show, and then, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, That's a weird tangent, but some anyway. Some of y'all won't remember that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was one of mine was that, that calling. And then, um, and then I got over it because I started doing it, you know, because I knew what I wanted to be. So mm-hmm. what I wanted, I wanted to be successful more than that fear. So I was like, I just got to do it and get over it and then yeah. keep up with it. And um, but once, you know, obviously uh, Zoom started coming in this year, a, like a big way. And I was just like, I don't know why I didn't think about that before, because I feel more comfortable reading facial expressions than I do like hearing people. Um, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I can hear them, too. But. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, just to kind of recap everything we talked about. Um, and sorry about all the tangents that we went off on, but it was a fun right. ride. Uh, if you are an entrepreneur or looking to be an entrepreneur, do not get swept up in the glitzy, glamour, Instagram showy, life. flashy Instagram stuff. Um, please realize that there is a lot of work that goes behind being an entrepreneur and building a business. There are a lot of things that you got to do that you won't be excited to do, and it is tiring, but it will pay off in the end. Especially if you know the lifestyle that you're seeking to have, the the time that you want to have uh, is not being provided by. A regular nine-to-five job yeah and uh, I started this entrepreneurship at age of 29 30 um, mm-hmm. so you know I felt super behind the game because um, there's a lot of people on but our team you're, uh, you're ahead of the game for the majority of other people oh yeah for sure but I'm just saying like I'm just trying to relate that uh, you know I felt super behind in those early days because you know, I saw some 20 year olds starting to do uh, things mm-hmm. that I didn't do um, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, um, but everybody has their own starting point. Yep. And wherever you start at, that's okay. Uh, I mean, I think Colonel Sanders didn't make KFC until 65. <laughs> so that's yeah. just an example. I mean, I know it's a weird one, but <laughs> it's just saying that your entrepreneurship can start at any moment. Yes, it can. And you just got to be ready and willing to put in that work. And you got to remember that the Instagram glamour, over half of them ain't real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they're they're running low on yeah. funds and buy like five ten years from now if it even lasts that long. Yeah, um, so don't feel discouraged. Yeah. looking at that, saying like, oh, I can never achieve that. Half of them don't have it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you guys got some value from this episode or any of the other episodes that we have, we would really appreciate if you would subscribe and leave us a five star rating and review. That just helps us reach more people that are like minded and looking for something to learn from. Also, if you guys have any questions or want us to discuss any topics on future episodes, you can go to ethoslegion.com slash podcast and we have a form there where you can submit your questions or ideas. And we might even read some of them on a future episode. Ooh. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at ethos underscore legion, where it's not so glamorous. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I, I do a pretty good job on that. I actually do a really good <laughs> job on it. But you know what I mean? We're not going to be posting Lamborghinis and stuff no. like that. Um, and then also, if you're interested in joining our downline or just having uh, more information about what Angelica and I do, you can go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. And TTFN. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.